1: Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem
0: of a detour. And now,
1: it's time for Inside
0: Conan, an important Hollywood podcast. Welcome to Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast.
1: Yes, welcome.
0: I'm Mike Sweeney.
1: I'm Jesse Gaskell.
0: And we're writers here on The Conan Show, and we are excited to talk to you every week and tell you about what's going on behind the scenes at The Conan Show.
1: Yeah, peek behind the curtain. Uh-huh. This is actually a dark week for the show. Right. Um, so we are pre-recording that this. That sounds like
0: something bad happened.
1: Yes, that's true. Dark. It's, it just means we're the show is not taping.
0: Right. It's on hiatus. And so
1: everyone is on vacation.
0: So it's actually a happy week.
1: Sometimes we're dark but working, and we call those gray weeks.
0: (laughs) Yes, we call them gray.
1: But this is a full dark hiatus. Full
0: dark So, are, are you? What are you doing? Are uh, you
1: well, hopefully, off? yeah, I'm I'm going on a road trip. Oh, yeah, I love to see some wildflowers.
0: Okay, yeah, they're blooming this year.
1: Uh, yes, in the desert, the super bloom. I know if there's still any left because all the Instagram influencers are trampling them.
0: That's what I've read.
1: Yeah, so I'll hopefully there'll still be some.
0: They've actually banned people from certain parks because the porta potties. Uh,
1: Oh my God. Uh, are
0: are out of control, which I think would only lead to more flowers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, that's
1: true. That's fertilizer.
0: You know, they can run their park Ugh. the way they wish.
1: We are an awful species. Yes.
0: So you're going to see wildflowers. Yeah. What
1: about you? Uh, me, I, I'm going to take,
0: I might go to Santa Barbara. For oh, a couple yeah. Days. That's right. Yeah. I love it up there.
1: You You guys always do something nice. I we do. Like we you, like to you're travel. are good travelers. Yep. Yeah.
0: And it's, so that's an obvious quick road trip.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But California, it's really a bounty. I love it here. Yeah. Um, you know, it's
0: not like trying to go to the Hudson Valley. Oh, wow. It's just like Central Park, only I had to drive three hours. Um, here-
1: I like the Hudson Valley.
0: Yeah, the Hudson well, Valley's but, nice. I I, yeah. but I don't,
1: yeah. I don't get to go very often.
0: Here you could be like be in the desert.
1: That's true. I, I love the desert more. Yeah,
0: desert's great.
1: Um, anyway, Speaking welcome to our deserts. travel podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so the, when the show is on hiatus, yeah. people kind of disperse. But we pre-recorded some gems for you.
0: Yes. We, we uh, did
1: not want to leave you all hanging. We
0: did not fall down on the job.
1: So uh, on this episode, we're going to talk to one of our writers, Todd Levin.
0: Todd Levin about a
1: sketch. It's a writer regret yeah. um, that may or may not have a happy ending. And then uh, we're going to talk to Jordan Schlansky, the infamous Jordan Schlansky, about we're religion. Uh, and what he believes in or doesn't.
0: If he's really religious, that's scary because he could probably just start quoting reams and reams from the Bible. Oh
1: God, that's right. Which oh,
0: that could be. Maybe we shouldn't might talk to, for that. Maybe we don't ask him about religion.
1: <laughs> but he probably believes in like a Klingon religion or something, or or
0: or just anything with Star Wars. I don't. Yes. Yeah, I, I think he believes in the Force.
1: And then we're going to answer some listener questions. Yes. They've already been coming in. That's great. We we love it. It's so fun. Uh, So let's get right to Todd. Hello. Todd, welcome to the show. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Hi, Todd. Great to be here.
1: Uh, (laughs) Nice to see you both. Yeah, you too. (laughs) For the first time.
0: Todd is a writer on the show. He's very funny. I take a lot of swings.
1: Uh, but I would say they generally you get pay l- off. a lot of hits. Yeah.
0: Very high percentage. I
1: don't know if you strike out ever. No. Basically. No. You do have a sketch that has now been at rehearsal. We how many times have we rehearsed it? We
2: probably we've rehearsed it four times, four but times. it's been revised three. Okay. Yeah. I think that's I think that's how it's been. But it's been rehearsed four times. And oh, and no, no. Now I'm going to say it's been revised four because every time you rehearse something it you continues to changes. get revised, even if it was fine and ready to go. <laughs> right. yeah, yes. yeah, By you nature, will not be left it. alone. <laughs> yes. Oh, what's that over yeah. there? Uh, under stray it. hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: it's called Celebrity Dance Off.
2: That's right. I think the way it's presented, it's called what is it called? Conan's like super mega Celebrity Dance
1: oh, okay. Off Challenge or something yeah. Oh, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm just going off what it what it's on in, the, in, uh, on he the rundown. Yeah. Even the
0: title's changing. Yeah, nothing. We just changed same.
1: But it's the premise is, I'll, I'll say it, it pokes light fun at the current trend of incorporating like a, a celebrity game or yeah. some sort of big celebrity showdown into late night shows. Right.
0: That's correct. Yeah. And yeah. also how you see drone footage everywhere now on, on everything. At least every documentary I've been watching That's at true. HBO. Yes.
1: Just drones tons to and tons
0: of, yes, drones yes. are being used a lot.
1: But so the joke of it, yeah. the, the joke is that we, we got these amazing celebrities, mm-hmm. um, but we filmed them using drone footage. Right. So you don't, you, it's, so it's too spon- far away.
2: Yeah, right. Because we had the, the, the idea is that the piece is presented by a sponsor and that sponsor is a company that makes cinematography drones. Yeah. So we had to film the whole thing using drones. So it's like, yeah, you can't see that. So it's, it's a celebrity. bird's
1: eye view of everything. Yes. Yeah. Like
2: from 200 feet away.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. also factors well into uh, our inability to book big celebrities. That was so also
2: you, part of it. <laughs> yeah, yes. We're, I think this show more it's than any when other when. has come up with creative ways to pretend we have celebrities. We have celebrities. Right, right. Yes, Like we'll, hi, we'll say that they're in a box. <laughs> or, shot from behind. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or with a blurry camera. Yes, or a Halloween costume walking, on, <laughs> walking across. Walking but yeah, so it's frame. a really
1: brilliant combination of it's... It's sort of a commentary on a place we're at right now culturally, and it's also within our abilities of yeah. production. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, now it actually looked like it was probably hard to shoot because were you working with? Uh, yeah, it's a,
2: weird. I've never I've never shot operator. anything pr- principally with drones before. Right, and the uh, the drone operator Chris Millard, uh, who's on staff, right. there, had a lot of. A lot of rules for me oh. <laughs> about, yeah. about like airspace and how high mm-hmm. we could go and what we were licensed to do. Where and,
1: did you have to film it? Because you can only do that in certain parts of Burbank. Yeah, we right? shot
2: it in a park. I can't remember what the name right. of the park is, but we shot it in some park in Burbank. I wanted like a big open stretch of uh, meadow. Grass, so that there right. wouldn't be any buildings or anything right. else. Just so I could have No a big distractions. Kind of, yeah, blank canvas. And we put a tiny little stage in the mm-hmm. middle of that meadow. That was the dance stage so there are all these regulations. And then also there are two people who have to operate the drone camera. One person does like the flight pattern mm-hmm. and the other person moves the, the camera. camera around.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. So
2: it's kind of a whole thing. So we had to keep going through it. Oh, the other thing is, cause I'm, I had to stand like 300 feet away from right. all the actors. So, so you
1: can't be in the shot. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I would yell everything <laughs> right. through a bullhorn. And even then they could start dancing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Keep
2: and, going. And these, these, there are these three dancers that we had who are just, they're like professional dancers. Yeah. But I had this idea that I wanted them to get waved in like as a special surprise. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be really funny if that the time it took them to get to the stage was really long. Oh, yeah. So you had to see these three tiny little guys <laughs> running to stage. Right. But we had to do it over and over and over again and they had to be really, really far away and keep running to stage and then do their dance routine on stage. And they were not they were not cut out for it. Like they had they just get winded by the time yeah, they got yeah. to stage. Yeah. Oh
0: wow. And is any of that running in the current uh... <laughs> The, the, part the part that was the hardest to do. Like is, a half a second of <laughs> okay. it, of oh, course. No. <laughs> Always the hardest yeah. thing to grab. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes when you're shooting something that's, inc- the the part that's the hardest to actually grab, you're like, okay, this will never be. Oh yeah. Um,
2: the th- and the, the thing that you
0: fight the hardest for. Uh, yes. Or, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yes. You're like, it can't the work thing
1: without thing this. Yes. Anything yeah.
2: you're precious about. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And the, piece, and the piece itself is, I think one of the reasons it had to be rehearsed so many times is it is a problematic piece because <laughs> it is what, Conan will sometimes call an audience fuck you, (laughs) which we, he, we do a lot of those where what I mean by that is the, the piece is designed to create a certain expectation in the viewer and then, and then come very short of it.
0: The joke is the the disappointment of it. The joke is the disappointment. (laughs) It's supposed to be Idris Elba dancing. And then yeah. it's you're seeing drone. a dot. It's drone <laughs> footage. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes.
1: We pitched so this it's a lot, hard. I think. We do. Right? We pitch yeah. a
0: lot of fuck yous. Now, so it it were the dancers? Was the dancer like, I, you know, I've really thought about Idris Elba and how he's going to dance. <laughs> and, and you're like, eh, we're shooting you from 300 feet
2: away. I mean, they those guys kind of knew it was up. The people, again, right. I felt sorry for were the professional dance crew we hired yeah. because right. they had choreographed routine. Oh, they no. used music. Yeah, there was a whole thing where I wanted wanted to pretend that they were the, um, (laughs) what was the group? Uh, The Jabberwockies. Okay. I wanted to pretend that that's who it was. And they were like, oh, we can't do that because that would be, there's like a code amongst like dance crews. And we, you know, we couldn't pretend to be the Jabberwockies.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that would be uncool. I
2: mean, once they see our moves, they'll know we were Our patented moves. (laughs) Don't worry. Yeah, no one's going to see your moves. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> They're just going to see a lot of movement.
1: Yeah, I mean, because that is what it ends up... It's You barely can even tell that it's...
2: Yeah, so a it's human. a hard piece because it's, it's very... I, I'm i very worried about it, even though it's going to be on the show, because it is one of those things that I feel like on paper is really funny. It's like a funny concept, it's, yeah. but it's really yeah. hard to make it appealing when every step of it is
0: a fuck you. <laughs> yes. It's
1: designed to, to right, disappoint let you, the air out of you. To yeah. disappoint you. But, yeah. it, but it's
0: got new twists and turns right. as I, find, yes, I like found like new the ball. Bells yes. They bells and whistles I ball. found new ways to bum people yeah. out <laughs> as we went along yeah but they're they're good yeah. I like them they I like do. all of them yeah.
1: is there anything that you wish you'd just in the shooting of it would have done differently now that you have a, a bird's eye view of the whole thing
0: um nice I know yeah, that was I'm
2: good. Sorry. I'm sorry I didn't yeah. give credit for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I'll give credit. <laughs> no, now it's too much credit. Let's just uh, talk about embarrassing. that. embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> Where
2: did you, had you, had you been thinking of saying <laughs> that? Did, you uh, knew I was going to be talking about that it sketch. It really just,
1: it occurred to me as I started the it did, So it
2: happened organically? It did, yeah. Okay,
0: okay. I see bird's All the the on your opinions. But
1: I, I have to think uh, that some of my training led me to that. Yeah, sure, sure, know, sure. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That is what our training well, we're done. is for.
2: <laughs> no, there was. no, I don't even know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I wish that I could have gotten the guys to wear Jabberwocky's masks. <laughs> That's one what are thing. the
1: Jabberwocky's masks? I'm not. They all
2: wear with these uh, white, kind of featureless uh, plastic masks. Oh, okay. Uh, they cover their faces. I don't really know that, why. That's you know a lot,
1: a, a lot more cool things than most of the rest of us.
2: They're know. not that. I mean, okay. they have a I, show in Vegas. <laughs> okay. I was Vegas pretending I, I knew what Chad, the
0: Jabberwockies were. I knew you didn't were. know. Yeah, but I have no idea. They're a street dance crew. I don't even That's know what, what Vegas yeah. is. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, well, good luck today, Todd. We're rooting for you. <laughs> Todd,
0: we're really rooting We'll see. Okay. We'd
1: love to see your content. <laughs> and we have another success story. Holy cow. This is great. Writer's
0: regret turned to writer's triumph.
1: Revenge.
0: I would call it writer's (laughs) relief. Writer's
1: Uh, relief. (laughs) relief. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the Conan
0: Mega Celebrity Dance-Off Challenge. (laughs) Kate Winslet versus Idris Elba. Presented by
2: Falcon Eye Ultra Vertical Drone Cameras.
1: The drone dance-off sketch aired.
2: It did air. Mm -hmm. I don't really... I don't remember how it did. I think it did fine.
1: <laughs> I thought it did well. <laughs> well, yes. what
2: I th- what I remember was in the beginning there was kind of a sense of people going, "Wait a second here," because there is a lot of fanfare <laughs> uh, at the right. top yes. of it, and it's it's like introducing these two celebrities. Right. And I think there really were legitimate expectations. Idris Elba, look at him. He looks sexy. He has the moves to back it up. There's a combo and a super combo. Incredible. Let's see an instant replay. Instant replay. Yeah. Pretty amazing. I think it took a second for people to realize
1: what the fuck
2: you was. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then I think once they did...
0: They were on board. Yeah, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I think right. that's kind of how it went. They all collectively said, "Our self worth is a little diminished, but yes. we'll go along with yeah. it. Yes, <laughs> lick our we wounds can at later. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right now, we'll just enjoy the ride. Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, I was happy. Mission accomplished. Yeah, slot filled. Slot filled.
1: Todd, we want to reward you with this um, congratulatory sound effect. Oh. That
2: felt pretty good. Yeah. 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 That's about what I that I think what it <laughs> oh, deserved.
0: That's right. Yeah. That what it <laughs> deserved?
2: <laughs> at that weak volume yeah. in the in the grand scheme of things. Absolutely. I think that's exactly what it deserved.
0: Well, the next time you write something, think about that. Yeah, to delayed let that motivate sound cue. You. That's right. To yeah, really I spur you I earn another delayed on. sound cue. Yes. Put
1: that over your computer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, congrats, Todd. Yes, Thanks. Todd. glad that worked out. Thank
0: you. And we'll talk to you soon. And now...
1: Oh, boy. Buckle up.
0: It's time for more fun with Jordan Schlansky. Oh. Jordan, how are you? Hello. I'm fine, thank you. Good. You know, we've we've done other segments with you, and um, frankly, it's amazing. You're like a stallion bursting out of a barn, and you're off gallivanting verbally. But there are time restrictions here, so... We we love talking to you, but we thought we'd try to maybe try to rein things in a little bit. Uh, so we I,
1: I like that you continued with the horse. Thank before. you very yeah. much.
0: Yes, rein them in, but we don't want to blinker you. So we have a kitchen egg timer. We're mm. just going to set for two minutes. Okay. Yeah. Now, what is the average length of time
3: that mm-hmm. a guest normally speaks for on this show?
0: Jordan, I'll answer all those questions later. For <laughs> right now, I'm setting the timer for two minutes. There's also an implication
3: that uh, a, long, a large amount of time is detrimental. Uh, how do we know that it's not advantageous? I don't understand why you associate speaking for a long duration
0: to be disadvantageous. Not disadvantageous at all. It's just that we're limited to 37 minutes roughly for this podcast. And so those are parameters we have to live with. So how many minutes of those do you guys get?
3: Of the thirty-seven, I, I think it comes well, out to like twenty-eight. You have assigned here. me two, so there's thirty-five remaining.
0: Uh, yeah,
3: yeah. This is this. this is, and there are some all, ads. I think there's probably what uh, two four minutes of ads. Two have, to four minutes of ads.
0: We just added Cartier as a sponsor, uh-huh. and uh, that's a two-minute ad.
1: Well, I think Mercedes-Benz. We've, we've just figured out that it's about two minutes in that we both kind of started zoning out during Mm. some of our previous talks with you.
3: Right. So, so you're looking for a diagnosis of your attention span? Because now you've got a timer. So that's a very precise measuring device. So that tells me that, that you've got this all planned out very precisely. You've measured the amount of time available and broken it We see the game you're playing
0: here. We see the game you're playing Well, here.
3: So you're looking for me to hit two minutes. Is that equivalent to
0: what other guests get on the show? Uh, no. Everyone else gets 90 seconds. So because well, you're one of our favorites, we're being generous.
1: That's true. And we have had you on more frequently than other guests.
0: Yes. hmm yeah, so we're we're trying to be fair to ourselves So other now guests.
3: you're looking at this on a, on a seasonal basis. So in a given season, how many minutes do I get versus some of the other guests? And and I'll and I'll go as far as to say I don't need more time. I'm just so curious why you place such an emphasis on the have amount of time. Have we hit the time. two minutes yet, I'm, Mike?
1: It,
0: this thing doesn't work. Do you I have think to our time it? is up? We'll add the buzzer, and that was it. That was it. de vie it. with Jordan.
1: <laughs> uh, no, let's really let's.
0: Okay, here we. We, go. Re-
1: we have burning questions for you, Jordan.
0: Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. Ready?
3: Are you religious? Uh, I'm a spiritual man, but I put no trust in a faith that is ready made. I believe that uh, you can custom tailor your spirituality based on your own experience and your own belief system and don't need to compromise certain beliefs of yours to fit a uh, template that has been created by someone else. That that was, that was
1: way less 28 than, seconds. Yeah. Well, now,
3: how am I supposed to react to the timer? Am I supposed to adjust the rhythm of my speech? I can adjust the quantity or the rhythm. I could say mm-hmm. the same amount of words in a faster
0: or slower pace, or I could say fewer words at the same pace. Which do you prefer? Uh, that's up to you. But uh, I don't know. You might find this beneficial in just in general. Maybe you're going to want someone to follow you with an egg timer from now on. It might be a good way to go. Here's another question for you. What do you like when you're drunk?
3: Uh, Well, I don't uh, find myself intoxicated often. I always uh, find it surprising that people drink alcohol for the purpose of getting drunk. For me, it's really just a byproduct. I don't drink hard alcohol. I drink wine because I enjoy the wine. And um, I may admit that uh, after a few glasses, I find myself with fewer inhibitions. But um, I wouldn't say I drink the wine with the intent of getting drunk. What am I like when I am uninhibited like that? I suppose I'm um, a little less guarded, a little less protected, but I don't think you'd notice a significant difference.
1: Do you get giggly?
3: If something's funny, much as uh, when I'm not drinking.
1: Yeah, okay. Mm.
3: Do you get handsy? Do I start using my hands to yes. touch other people?
0: Well, you know what handsy
3: means. Uh, I'm clarifying. I, um, I may uh, pat uh, a man on the back more often than I would otherwise. For example, if you're sitting beside me at the table and uh, we're enjoying ourselves, I may uh, look over and pat you on the back. I'll be right there.
0: Okay. That's That's, our time. That is our time. One (laughs) more question. Do you have advice for people who dream of becoming associate producers? Uh,
3: Well, this is general television production advice. I believe uh, that it's important to put yourself in the environment that you're looking to work in. Uh, Even if you don't have a job in a certain area, there are internships and there are other ways to put yourself physically in that environment because inevitably when a position opens up, you'll be in the right place at the right time. You see, we talk about chance and we talk about accidents in life um, and there is a certain element of chance to life. However, if you put yourself, if you engineer your circumstances, you put yourself in the right place at the right time, suddenly the odds have changed and they have tipped in your favor.
1: But what uh, specific training do you think people need to associate produce?
3: Well, I think that good judgment, resources, and problem-solving skills uh, are the most valuable qualities that one can uh, have in any element of television production.
1: Really, any job in general?
3: Sure. I'd I'd argue that. As a a human being interacting with other human beings, I'd also put high value on those
0: concepts. What is a problem that you've solved recently? As an example, for... A, a young associate producer, aspiring. Well, I at this
3: moment I've just come from choosing repeats for our upcoming hiatus week. Now that's a task that I've completed. You may call it a problem. The problem was that there were no repeats picked. The solution
0: was I picked those repeats. Okay. You picked the re- so anything that's repeated for this show is picked by you. Uh, there's a consultation
3: involved, but certainly, but certainly Who? I am. Uh, oh. I would say uh, I'm the conductor of the symphony. Oh. Okay, because there are orchestra members uh-huh. that blow their horns. And, and you uh, wave your hands. Bow their strings. and you Yes, can... I coordinate them. I assemble them. So you work with 40 other people to pick the reruns. There are fewer than 40. Okay. Um, just a handful. All right. Yeah. So,
1: what are the criteria for choosing a rerun?
3: Well, you want a good show, certainly. You want a show that did well. You want You look at the show and you're talking about elements of comedy and you're looking at elements of, uh, guest appearances and you want both those things to, uh, do well, and bear, uh, you see, there are only a few repeat slots available, and there are many more shows than there are repeat slots. So you clearly want to pick the most entertaining shows to put in those slots.
0: Do you consider, do you balance comedy and guests? What what, what are your specific considerations?
3: Yeah. Again, it's going to depend on how many slots are open, given how many shows are available. But, uh, you know, the, the fewer slots, the more selective you become. But yes, ideally, you want a show that fires on all cylinders that has good comedy and good guests.
0: Do you ever kind of lean heavily toward shows that you've appeared in uh, to be repeats? Only if they're good.
1: Mm. Because you would get residuals for that. Is that right? I would. Going back to, is there any sort of required uh, education that an associate producer needs to have?
3: I don't Grad think school, so. It's funny, television production.
1: Doctorate studies?
3: No, oh. none of those things. A Television production to me is one of the fields where the school that you went to is not so important. And, you know, certainly there are fields like investment banking where education is important and looked at heavily. When we look at resumes, uh, the school that was chosen is of very low importance. An Ivy League school wouldn't necessarily give someone an advantage over a community college.
1: If you get sick or have to go out of town, what happens? Do you, is there someone who fills in for you? Or
3: I've missed very few days uh, over the decades that I've been working here, but uh, thanks to modern technology, Knowledge, I'm able to work remotely in situations that necessitate it. For example, by email and phone.
1: Oh, so you could mostly do your job from home.
3: I think a lot of us, uh, the writers included, can uh, do their job no, from home. No, that's not true. Mm, I don't. How think do you okay. figure?s If you're you incorporating conference calls, things. conference calls, and email, uh, what are the limitations? It's very hands-on here.
1: Yeah, you have to be on the stage to run things, and you. It requires seeing props in person and mm-hmm. costumes and actors. And Going
0: to the commissary for lunch. You can't do that from home. <laughs> now, and those are on but days, meetings,
3: those are on days I, where a writer's particular bit is on the show yes. or being rehearsed. And on right. a day where that bit is not mm-hmm. being rehearsed or on the show, then that writer could work from home. Potentially,
1: yeah, that's a good point,
0: yeah, but there is something there's a certain uh, combustion to the group being together. Well, there's a in certain the combustion from me being here as well. I'm not
1: saying
3: <laughs> it's necessary to complete the task right
0: Now, I'm concerned. Do you realize that you've admitted in this interview that, as to a specific job you do here on the show, which okay. heretofore, I don't I think has been a total mystery, okay. Are you comfortable with that? Yes, okay. Good. It's, it's kind of a scoop.
1: You pick, I agree. Yeah, you
0: pick reruns. Well, he for the show.
1: coordinates a group that I orchestrate. Picks right. I
0: orchestrate. So every five weeks, maybe. you maybe. have something to do. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over email. Over <laughs> over email. Well, that's interesting. Well, thank
1: you, Jordan. Thank I'm, you. Jordan, you know what? Much. I'm glad we had more than two minutes with. Jordan.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. The two minute thing uh, went out the window. But no, this was this was interesting.
1: Yeah, this was enlightening. Thank yes. you, Jordan.
0: Thank you for having me. Bye. Hey, after this break, we are going to answer some of your questions.
1: Yeah, your burning questions. All right, we're going to answer some of your listener questions. Thank you so much for sending them in. Uh, Here's the first one.
2: Hi, this is Justin calling from New York City, and I've wanted to know... Obviously, you get this question a lot about uh, Jordan Schlansky, is he real, yes, and all that stuff. That's not the question I was going to ask, but what I was going to ask was, how much of the banter between Conan and Jordan is off the cuff, and how much of it is scripted? Bonus question, if you happen to ask Jordan this, uh, what makes him laugh, aside from Conan's foolishness? Other than that, I uh, wish you best of luck on the show and break away. Take care. Bye.
1: Thanks, Justin. Yeah, Justin. Uh, that We do get asked this question a lot because Jordan, as an entity, is just inconceivable to the human brain.
0: A lot of people assume he's a, a paid actor. Yes. And, that and I
1: can tell you, the no The dialogue actor, is highly scripted. Yes. Mm-hmm. No actor and no writer is, is that good. No. It's all real. I mean, all of yes. the banter between them is real. We- so we'll set up a scenario for them to enter, but it's yes. usually pretty loose.
0: We have no idea what's going to happen yeah. or, or what Jordan is going to say.
1: No. And I mean- Or like, how
0: long he's going to take to say it.
1: <laughs> it's a long time.
0: He just goes.
1: We, we usually have a lot of tape ready.
0: Yes. We we have cameras and hours and hours of tape loaded up
1: But yeah, to I mean, follow him. In whatever direction he goes. Yeah. When we went to Japan, uh, we knew that they were going to have a Kaiseki dinner together, which was a long ceremonial meal.
0: It's normally uh, several hours and many, many courses.
1: Yes, which is perfect. Yep. And then we also knew that Conan was going to present Jordan with the uh, video of Ralph Macchio undermining all of Jordan's claims about Karate Kid 2.
0: Right, and uh, that tape came through that afternoon. We got it on our phone, and it came in just in the nick of time. We were very excited to have it. And I I think it made the dinner really enjoyable for Conan, because he knew he had that loaded up. So dessert. He just kind of let Jordan, and Jordan was very aggressive with him. He was. During that dinner.
1: I know, yeah, he came out swinging. Right,
0: which kind of helped raise the stakes. And, and, and really help motivate Conan, kind of giving it to him yeah, between the eyes.
1: to undercut him. Yeah. Yeah, but I will say um, one thing, in terms of what makes Jordan laugh, and if he were here... Bonus we, question. we ask, yes. Um, from what I've seen, Jordan really, like the times that he breaks when we're filming...
0: I know what you're going to say.
1: It, it's uh, scatological. All scatological. Yeah. Yes. He, Anything related to... Poo or yes. toilets. Yes. Or butt.
0: If he was here right now, he'd be in hysterics. Oh my just God, he'd be crying. Day. He'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> poop." Well, yeah. instance, when you have too much to eat, some time passes.
3: Do you say, excuse me, I need to go to the men's room to make some human soil? Do you say I have to go to the men's room to make pieces? <laughs> <laughs> look, he's losing it again. You're losing it again. Your eyebrows get crazy if you look if you, insane. If you had human soil along your arm, would you be content to just wipe it off at the napkin and go no. cool about your day?
0: No. Maybe once <laughs> or
1: so. And so people sometimes see that and think that that makes him human. Right. But I, I don't no, I disagree. No, it makes him
0: even less human. Yeah. He's, this insane robot that has been programmed That's been to It's been programmed.
1: It, it watched a few videos from maybe right. Adam Sandler movies or something. It right. was like, this is what I laugh at.
0: I like toilet humor. I don't know what else. I don't know if I've ever seen him laugh at anything else other than toilet
1: humor. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird, though. I mean, it's it almost, without fail, will work on him.
0: What is the bonus we get for answering the bonus question? (laughs) Justin.
1: Yeah, what's our annual bonus? Um, So let's move on to another question. Hey, Jesse and Mike. I've always wondered, for those that made the jump, was the move from New York to LA a no-brainer for many? Or did some have serious reservations about upending their lives and families' lives to stay with the show? And that's from Danny in Minneapolis.
0: Oh, well... Thanks, Danny. Actually, uh, that was a very difficult decision for yeah, many, many, many
1: that's what I've heard.
0: people on the staff. And several people decided to stay in New York.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Some of them went on to work on other shows in Rockefeller Center. Some people did make the, the move out to L.A. and have, you know, for various family reasons, uh, moved back to New York. So, right. yeah, it really, uh, that that's a giant life Yeah, it's decision. almost a
1: cultural... Difference,
0: Yeah. But it was very hard for people because so many people on our staff had and have been with the show for so many mm-hmm. years that a lot of them had families. So it wasn't just, hey, I'm single. I'm going right. to, sure, I'll move to LA. It was children in school, yeah. spouses that weren't- With jobs. And, yes, have, yeah. and weren't super excited about it. So it was-
1: Yeah. What was the conversation like in your house? Uh, <clears throat> <Uh-oh. laughs> no, seriously,
0: we were in a good position where we'd both lived in New York City for 25 years. Mm-hmm. We're like, you know what? We've definitely We've lived in New York. I yeah. feel like I've done everything you kind of mm-hmm. want to do in New York and it, let's try something new. Yeah. Yeah. So it all worked do out. Do you
1: think you'd ever move back?
0: Ah, uh, My wife would love to move back to oh, New really? York. I like it here. I'm having a great time here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's it's pretty nice. I mean, it's kind of everything you could want.
0: Yeah. But I still love New York. I love going yes. every time I go back there. I would go somewhere different. Uh-huh. A third a third yeah. place. Where? Please send in your suggestions. Ma-
1: how about Minneapolis, uh, where uh, Danny lives? Uh,
0: I love Minneapolis. <laughs> I'm going to be there in a month to see my brother-in-law, but... Uh, Yes, any place other than Minneapolis, send in your suggestions, (laughs) and I will consider moving there. Maybe by April I'll move, and uh, we'll do this long distance. (laughs) I'd love to. Okay.
1: Let's take another one.
0: Here we go. Hello, Mike and Jesse, exclamation mark. Oh. Really enjoying the podcast, exclamation mark.
1: Okay, now now it's too much.
0: Sorry, (laughs) I just wanna get this person's emotions across. From watching behind the scenes clips and seeing things like employees with liquor bottles in their desks or people watching TV at the office or whatever is going on in Jordan Schlansky's office, I was curious what orientation looks like for new employees. How you let them know what's acceptable and what crosses the line. Follow-up question, a.k.a. bonus question. (laughs) How do I get my workplace to allow these things? Thanks a lot. And it's... Oh, it's from Andrew. Oh, Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, Well. Wow. I do know that there's zero orientation. Zero. Like some people, there are people who have been here like five months and they haven't even met everyone else who no. works here.
1: I just assume they work here because I see them around. Right. But no one's ever actually introduced me to no. that person.
0: No, it's they, they awkward. They could be just
1: infiltrating. Terrible. I, I think you could, honestly, if you wanted to work on our show, you could just start showing up. Yes. And people would assume you work here.
0: After a week, it'd be like, I, I don't All know. Right? I'm
1: not sure what he does. But he makes great coffee. Uh, he's
0: probably someone's assistant and
1: uh, he's here to stay. Yeah. No, there's zero orientation. There's no, you don't. I still have a hard time understanding what our hierarchy is. Yes, um, it's very fluid. It's very fluid, right? I don't know whose who sort of whose opinion would trump someone else's. <laughs> um, so I just try to please everyone all at once, and it never works. Oh, uh, <laughs>
0: you could go the complete opposite way
1: and just not take anyone. Try
0: to annoy everybody.
1: Yeah. Instead maybe I, I, that is actually what I do. I don't I know. See, I want to see.
0: yeah, I think that's a good way to go. <laughs> see how that goes.
1: But yeah, there's no and then there's there are even still things about the show that 5 years in I don't fully understand. Yeah. The 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 process for it.
0: There's no the it, there's literally nothing like human uh what is it? Human resources? Yeah. Oh yeah. no, there's
1: no HR. No,
0: no HR.
1: Um, I don't know who we wilderness. Would report it's, to if something was. It's amiss. the Wild West
0: in this this office.
1: Yeah, it yeah. is. Anything um, goes. I know. So it, it's incredible that we've all lasted this long,
0: Andrew. I think the way to bring this kind of lawlessness and recklessness to your office is to show by example. So start drinking at work while watching television. Yeah. And um,
1: dare them to fire you.
0: Right. Be a leader, not a follower.
1: <laughs> and when you get fired, you can just start just coming around our offices. Exactly. And we'll assume you work here. Right.
0: You won't get paid, but no. we will kind of shrug when you walk by and go, I guess this oh, guy. I think that yeah. guy
1: works in props.
0: I heard someone call him Andrew. Yeah.
1: Hey, thanks for your great questions. Yeah, those that were was, the, those were great. Yeah, that was fun. Um, we want to hear more. So please call us. The number is 323-209-5303. It's a voicemail. Neither of us is going to actually answer. No. So don't expect that.
0: Well, I might answer.
1: You might casually, answer. Yeah. Maybe on the hiatus week. So lonely. Um, or you can email us at insideconanpod at com. So we'd love to hear from you.
0: That's it for this week's show, and yeah. we promise to be back next week.
1: Yes, I mean, I
0: unless who
1: knows what could happen. You're devoured now and— Devoured by
0: wildflowers.
1: <laughs> well, if if the world is still here next week, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, be here. yes. Who knows what's happening out oh. there? I don't, I'm not going to read the news for a week. That's what oh I'm my definitely. My God! What
0: a doing. turn this is taking. Hurry up!
1: <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm taking. I'm going to take a media break.
0: All right. Good for you. Good. Yeah.
1: Sure. Okay, anyway, we'll see you next week. Okay, bye. We like you. Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast, is hosted by Mike Sweeney and me, Jesse Gaskell.
0: Produced by Julia Smith and Kevin Bartelt.
1: Engineered by Will Becton.
0: Mixed by Ryan Connor.
1: Supervising producer is Aaron Blair.
0: Executive produced by Adam Sachs and Jeff Ross at Team Coco. And Colin Anderson and Chris Bannon at Earwolf.
1: Thanks to Jimmy Vivino for our theme music and interstitials.
0: You can rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts.
1: And of course, please subscribe and tell a friend to listen to Inside Conan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or whatever platform you like best.
2: This has been a Team Coco production
0: in association with Earwolf.
1: Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one Crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem
0: of a detour.